Coming up on today's show, yesterday was the pro day. We're going to break down all the numbers from Rashad Bateman and Benjamin St. Juice. How much did they help their draft profiles? And also, the revolving door around Minnesota basketball continues to turn. Gabe Kalsher is out. He says he could come back in. And Ben Johnson's continuing to talk to players who could be some of the replacements for all these guys heading away. We're going to cover all of that and everything else going into the weekend as a Friday edition of Locked On Golden Gophers gets underway. Welcome into the show. Nate Dickinson here with you on a Friday. As we do every single day, you're tuned in to Locked On Golden Gophers. Monday through Friday, a half hour of less of everything you need to know going on on campus. Before we get started today, a reminder, rate, review, subscribe. I feel like I don't say that enough here, but it really does help us out here over at Locked On. If you go there and you like listening to the show, go ahead and give us five stars on a review Follow us if you haven't already been following us or subscribing to us and downloading the shows. Again, it really helps us out in in making sure that we can let the people know that there are people listening in here. So if you do like the show and you like contributing and helping out a little bit, the least you could do for us is just go and subscribe. The five-star reviews, of course, if you like the show that much, and rate, review, all that kind of stuff. As we get going here, uh, first, a quick apology. I don't know why I went through the entire show yesterday on Pro Day talking about the draft being next week. It's at the end of April. I, I, I guess I do know why I was saying it. It's because I thought the draft was next week, but I don't know why I thought the draft was next week. It wasn't even a thing where, like, I thought, should, should I check and make sure it's next week? Like, I was, I knew it. March, or March, April 7th was the day I had in my mind. And I looked around, and I was like, is there even anything going on April 7th that I could have confused it with? No, there isn't. Uh, Drafts at the end of April. April 29th is when things will start up. Again, I have no idea why I had it stuck in my head that it was on April 7th next week. But, like, it was it was a thing. Like, I didn't even, like, think I knew it. I was just like, oh, the draft's April 7th. I know that. It's when it comes up. But uh, I don't know. It's just some sort of lapse in my head. But it's uh, all straightened out now. Draft's not till the end of the month. But that was still a big day yesterday for Rashad Bateman and Benjamin St. Juiced with no draft combine this year. The numbers they put up yesterday are the numbers that the NFL teams are going to be looking at. We'll talk more about what those numbers are going to mean for their draft stock in just a minute. But again, the pro day was yesterday. Benjamin St. Juiced and Rashad Bateman took to the field, and we'll break it down more later on the show. Only other real news to talk about is the other thing we're going to talk about on the show later today. Gabe Kalsher of Minnesota Basketball is no longer of Minnesota Basketball. Kalsher entered the transfer portal. Now, unlike other players who have done so for Minnesota this season already, Kalsher has said that he will consider the Gophers when he's looking into where he wants to go next. So, Gophers aren't out of the conversation. Gabe Kalsher just simply stating that, hey, let's have a conversation about where I want to put my basketball talents next season. Again, not a lot in Gopher Sports news as far as the last day, but there is a lot on the Gopher Sports schedule for this weekend. We've been telling you, there really isn't all that much going on during the week, during the spring season, but there's a whole lot of weekend sports that get in action, and we'll start with that this weekend right now. Uh, The Gopher team we're most jealous of this week is the track and field teams. Both men and women are in Florida this weekend. In Jacksonville for the Big Ten Florida Invitational. No Big Ten schools in Florida, no Big Ten schools close to Florida, but hey, You get an excuse to go to Florida, you're going to go. Also today, softball faces off against Purdue at 3 p.m. That's on Big Ten Network Plus, as is the baseball team's home opener against Michigan State at 4 o'clock. Also, the volleyball team faces off against Iowa at 5 p.m. on both BTN Plus, and if you're a local listener, you can watch on Fox 9 Plus, which is something I did not know existed until I read it today. So if you're interested in that, go look it up. Also today, men's tennis is at Northwestern at 5.30 p.m. 
Starting up tomorrow, men's golf is over at Indiana for a tournament. Soccer faces off against Wisconsin at 1 p.m. The women's gymnastics team starts its NCAA regionals in Athens, and the women's rowing team is at Ohio State tomorrow, too. There's a whole lot of other events going on throughout the weekend for Minnesota as well. I don't want to bore you with all of that. We will get you a recap on Monday on all the biggest things that happened, but that's just a look into the next couple of days of Gopher Sports. Is on the weekends, things are going to be really packed, and during the week, we're going to have pretty much nothing for at least the next month or so. Again, that's all the sports news going on around Minnesota right now. Coming up in a minute, we're going to talk about Gabe Kalsher. What does it mean for him leaving the program? If he does, he says he could still come back. Gophers are still in the picture. But first, we'll break down the pro day. Rashad Bateman's looking to be a first-round pick. Benjamin St. Juiced is looking to show that at six foot three, he can keep up with the wide receivers of the NFL. Tall tasks for both of them. But we'll talk about what they did to try and make their case in just a moment. Well, we give you everything you need to know about the Minnesota Gophers. Now you can take all of this valuable information and make some money off it over at Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. They've got real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. They've got you covered for all your sports news, scores, and odds. And while they are your one-stop shop, they can also be the place where you get your money too. We'll give you some free cash if you sign up right now at betonline.ag and use the promo code Locked On. That's betonline.ag, promo code Locked On, and we'll get you a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's free money just for letting them know that we sent you. Bet Online, our place to go for all of our sports betting needs. We'll be right back here on Locked On Golden Gophers. Nate Dickinson with Locked On. Welcome back into Locked On Golden Gophers. Nate Dickinson, your host. As always, be sure to like, follow, subscribe. I, I don't know what the words are on wherever you watch your podcasts, but whatever they are, just do it. Go on over there and make sure you're supporting us so that the people that support us can see that, well, we have supporters and there's still reason to support it. Again, Locked On Golden Gophers here with you. Nate Dickinson every single weekday. Today's a Friday, so we'll wrap up the week by talking about later on the latest that we may have missed in the Minnesota basketball carousel. There's been pro day stuff going on here the last couple of days, so we'll update you on everything that's gone down since we last discussed. But right now, we do have to talk about that pro day. Rashad Bateman and Benjamin St. Juiced, a couple of guys who are going to get drafted this year. There's no really fringe guys out of either of those two, but Bateman is a fringe first-round draft pick, and Benjamin St. Juiced, right projected in that third to fourth round range, is trying to move himself up the leaderboards as well. The mock draft boards, I guess you'd call it. Anywho, we'll get into what they did both. But first, you can get all your sports news that you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get your podcasts. So let's start with Rashad Bateman. He's the guy who is the potential first-round pick for the Minnesota Gophers here in this 2021 draft, which again is not next week and is at the end of April. And he put together a show that was really everything he wanted to do. I'll say that off the bat. I think that as far as what the Gophers needed to do, St. Juiced and Bateman yesterday, they got it done. And starting with Bateman, of course, the big talk was around that 40-yard dash time. It was the biggest concern going into the draft on Bateman. He has the size. He has the hands. He has the catching ability to go up and get a ball that's 50-50, and he can beat you over the top with his speed, but can he beat you at the line of scrimmage with his speed too? 
or is it just going to be a size thing that gets him those catches down in the short yardage situations? Well, with a 4.39 yesterday, at the same time that he posted on Twitter a while back, Rashad Bateman is pretty much, in my mind, proven all those doubters wrong or erased all doubt about if he can be that kind of a speedy guy. Now, a 4.39 is not going to be the fastest time that a wide receiver puts up in this draft. But as far as six foot two wide receivers who are going to be able to be NFL ready next season, both size-wise and everything else, Rashad Bateman is going to be a really attractive option now. Again, it's the same time he put on before, and people caught that before, and it got some attention when he said that, but it wasn't in such a formal setting. So the question was really, can Rashad Bateman actually run a 4.39? Not, what do we do now that Rashad Bateman has run a 4.39? Well, now that he's matched it again at the pro day, and again, no combine. So these are the numbers that go to the NFL draft. Rashad Bateman, I think, is now shedding away kind of that concern. It's still going to be there. And there's still that old-fashioned sports fan in the back of my head that's saying, well, it was a pro day. This is everyone who he wanted to be there to prepare for him. Every setting that he needed exactly his way, it would not be the same at the NFL draft or the draft combine. I don't know if any of that's true. I'm sure there are some old-fashioned sports fans in NFL front offices who may be thinking about that kind of stuff, but it's something that everyone's dealing with this offseason. So it's not something I'm going to take too seriously going forward. I think that the time that he put up can make him a first-round pick. I think that the time he put up, at least in my mind, if I were to put my money on it, would say that he's a first-round pick now. There were 31 NFL teams at that pro day watching Rashad Bateman run. There are plenty of teams in the back part of that first round that need help at wide receiver. And with what Rashad Bateman did yesterday with that 4.39, I could easily see somebody in the front office seeing that and say, all right, this is no longer somebody that we really like. This is now somebody that we love. And I think that's that kind of impact that run can have on him. Because again, it was the biggest concern. Not everybody can make up a whole lot of ground in these measurable testing things. But if you have a doubt on you, a doubt about for Rashad Bateman's speed, you can prove people wrong with a solid, pure black and white number and rise your draft stock. I really do think this kind of a run from Rashad Bateman can give him the potential to be able to go up and get that first round pick just because I think there's going to be teams or there could have been teams who yesterday were wondering, can he actually do this? And now that they saw that he can run that time, they're thinking, all right, maybe this is no longer a guy that we are going to try and wait to see if he's available in the second round. And now this is a guy that we need to get, even if it means wasting a first round pick on him or not wasting, using a first round pick on him that we may not have wanted to before. I do think that there's the ability for Rashad Bateman to have won over teams yesterday. And not everybody has that chance on a pro day. But when people were questioning Bateman's speed, well, there's a drill right for that that can tell you whether or not he's fast enough. And he said, hey, I'm fast enough. And he said with uh, NFL.com's Tom, I don't know how to say his last name, Tom P. But in the tweet that they posted, he just said, I hope I prove to everyone that I'm a first round pick. And as far as everything he could do, I think he did. Obviously, the draft is all situational. We don't know who's going to be taken off the board at wide receiver by the time that the end of the first round comes up. We don't know who's going to be still there. But as far as like Rashad Bateman doing everything he needed to do to make sure he has his best foot forward when presenting himself to teams, I think he did it. Now moving on to Benjamin St. Just. His situation's a little bit different, I think. St. Just went out and ran drills as well. His 40 time was 4.51. His shuttle time, 3.96. And if you ask me, 
those are the numbers that prove what he wanted to prove as well. Now that 3.96 shuttle so so time is really good for a six foot three player. And again, that was one of the biggest concerns around him. Is he going to have the lateral quickness at that size to keep up with NFL wide receivers? I think he proved that he can do that or at least grow into it. Again, 4.5140 time isn't great, but this is a guy in Benjamin St. Juiced who, if you're looking to draft him, he's a guy you have to want his player type more so than like the abilities that he has. Like he's good at what he does, but if you don't want a corner who's six three and a step slower, maybe if you don't want to get the size to give up that speed, you're not going to want Benjamin St. Juiced. There's teams that want that. There's teams who want a bigger corner who could go up against the bigger wide receivers and maybe be able to get physical with those guys at the line of scrimmage. Those kind of guys, those kind of teams, they're going to want Benjamin St. Juice. So again, it's all situational. But while Rashad Bateman, I think, was able to kind of boost his draft stock, I think Benjamin St. Juice's job was to just make sure that his draft stock didn't drop yesterday. And I think he did that with the times that he put up. Again, there's not much room for him to go up as far as like from the third round to the second round. I think he's right where he should be as far as draft stock right now. But again, if he had bad times, he could have easily fallen around. He did not. He put up the times he need to, and that's all you can ask for. He's not the fastest guy, but he's really fast for a 6'3 corner. If you want that in a DB, he's a gem. If you don't, you're not even going to look at him. So there's teams who already know they aren't interested in Benjamin St. Juice, no matter what round it is, and you don't know how much the draft stock can really go up with him. The pro day for him was about not losing ground, and he did it with ease, if you ask me. I think he should have no problem going in the third to fourth round range when a team ends up liking him or a team comes up that likes the way that he plays. No problem with that at all, I don't think. I think these guys both yesterday did what they needed to do to make sure, again, that they're ready for the draft at the end of next month because these are the numbers that count with no draft combine this season. Coming up in just a minute, we're going to end our week by breaking down everything else that happened in Minnesota basketball. We've been talking football with the Pro Day over the last couple of days, but Ben Johnson is on the trail again trying to convince transfers to come to UMN. And also, Gabe Kalsher could be on his way out. He enters the transfer portal yesterday as well. We'll talk about all that in just a minute. You're listening in to Locked On Golden Gophers. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. We've told you about it plenty of times already. It's insane how they're able to fit all the nutritious stuff that you get out of all the other protein products that you may have used before, but at the same time, they fit in 100% chocolate, get in less than 150 calories, all the protein you need, more than 15 grams, less than 5 net grams of carbs and sugars. It's really something that you don't think is going to taste good with all the healthy ingredients in it, but then you bite into it and you're like, I don't, I don't know how it works. It does though. Built Bar is the place to go for all your best tasting protein bars and of course, all the supplements that you need. Head on over to BuiltBar.com, enter in our promo code LOCKEDON15, and you'll get 15% off your next order. That's LOCKEDON15 for a discount over at BuiltBar.com. And we thank the people over at Built Bar for supporting the show and supporting you as well, getting you a little bit of a discount too. We'll be right back here on Locked On Golden Gophers on a Friday. Nate Dickinson with Locked On. Locked on Golden Gophers with your host, Nate Dickinson. We're going to talk about Gabe Kalsher and EJ Stevens and everybody else who may or may not be on the Minnesota Gophers to wrap up our week. 
But first, we were just talking NFL Draft about the Gophers guys, but are you ready for everybody else in the NFL Draft? Join Locked On NFL Draft hosts Trevor Sikama and Benjamin Solak as they give you their latest positional rankings and analysis on 2021 draft prospects. They've got team-centric guest mocks right around the corner, too. Follow the Locked On NFL Draft podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so let's talk a little bit more about Minnesota basketball to wrap up the week. It's been football talk for the last couple of days with the Pro Day, so I figured we'd spend some time to wrap things up here just going over everything that happened with Minnesota basketball over the last couple of days, including the biggest headline, which I'm sure anyone who follows the team saw, Gabe Kalsher, team's best defender, player who without him in the last month of the season, the team fell apart. He's now off the roster. Entering the transfer portal, too. Now, he did make a clarification, unlike the other players who have left Minnesota this offseason, that he's willing to come back. He's open to going back to Minnesota, and Minnesota will be one of the schools he considers. But he just wants to go and see what other options are out there, put them alongside the Gophers, and decide what's best for him. He's got nothing to lose. No any sort of weight to transfer this season. And, well, with that freedom, why not? Obviously, as I've said with every one of these guys, you can't blame them for that. Uh, but as far as what it means to not have Kalsher, if he leaves, he's now the best player on the team that's left. That's happened twice now. Marcus Carr left and Gabe Kalsher now leads too. Or maybe not best player, but certainly best guard if you like Liam Robbins down low. But Gabe Kalsher was also the team's best defender. Without him, you would have really liked to be able to have that kind of ability to not only help when things are going rough, because as things stand right now, things are going to be going rough for Minnesota basketball next season if Minnesota doesn't end up bringing in the talent to compete at the level they'd like to, then having a strong defender like Gabe Kalsher is huge, and just being able to stay in games. He's gone now. Also, his leadership is gone. His ability to teach some of the younger, more inexperienced guys how to do it the right way on defense and on offense too, and just on the basketball floor. Because while there's transfers who have had plenty of time elsewhere, there's not going to be really much of anyone left on this Minnesota team who has a lot of Big Ten playing time. So Gabe Kalsher could have been that guy to help at least get everybody else on pace and ready to go for the season. And obviously he would have been a leader on this team too. Would have been the most experienced guard by far on this roster. And it just is another tough break for a Minnesota Gopher fan. Again, he could come back. It's not a done deal that he's going to leave at this point. And maybe he goes around, says, hey, I I had the chance to be the leader of a team at Minnesota, and I don't want to pass that up. Maybe he's not even thinking that he will leave Minnesota right now, and he just wants to see if there's any other options out there that he would really enjoy. I don't know what's going on inside Gabe Kalsher's head, but uh, obviously if he knew he wanted to stay a gopher, he wouldn't have entered the transfer portal. He's looking at his options. And again, you can't blame a kid for that. He has not turned down the responsibility of being the leader of the gophers but maybe there's a better job somewhere else for him. And he's going to look. Until you start paying these guys, I'm always going to be on their side. Maybe you can get them to a point where they don't transfer anymore. And there have been plenty of complaints from, again, as I mentioned before, the old-fashioned sports fan, and this isn't as old-fashioned, but the idea that these guys should be staying at their schools. Oh, when I played and I was a freshman, I saw people tweeting out, I didn't play much when I was a freshman, and I told my parents I wanted to transfer, and they said, too bad, stay. And I stayed, and I learned, and I got better. That's all fine and dandy. If the NCAA wants that and wants to be able to do that with its players, they can. It's just got a price tag. And the NCAA doesn't like to do things that have price tags on them. 
That's just my little takeaway a little bit outside of what's happening with the Gophers alone. As far as players who could be coming back to the Gophers instead of leaving, Minnesota coach Ben Johnson, according to Ryan James yesterday, spoke on the phone with EJ Stevens of Lafayette. We've talked a little bit about him before. Averaged 16.5 points at Lafayette. All off the bench, though. He started three games this season. In 2018 and 19, as a sophomore, he started 19 games. That was the most of his career, but other than that, he started three games this year, but he is getting starters minutes. There's no doubt about that. 32 minutes per game with Lafayette, 16.4 points per game, as we said. The guy's an outstanding free throw shooter, shoots at a 90% clip this season. Three-pointers, he hits about a third of them. Not a huge passer for a guard, averaging two and a half assists per game in 32 minutes which is a bit of a surprise for me because Minnesota could really use at this point a true, true guard. A lot of the guys they're talking to in this transfer portal are like the 6'7", 6'8", kind of wing guys, even like a borderline stretch four. There aren't any really true guards in the group. EJ Stevens is that kind of a true guard who could come in and fill the shoes of a Marcus Carr or a Gabe Kalsher, maybe a little bit better just with their player type than, say, a Parker Fox we've talked about could, or Jameson Battle, who's already with the Gophers, will be able to. So EJ Stevens the kind of guy who could come in and fill the hole. Even if he's not, like, the perfect player for the job, he's someone who fits a need for the Gophers. And uh, honestly, with as many open roster spots as the Gophers have, everything is a need. They're just trying to get bodies at this point. But EJ Stevens is that. He's a body. He is a good defender. We talked about Kalsher. Averaged a steal and a half per game, and the metrics look good too for his defense. And again, at six foot three, he's that kind of pure guard that you can't really get out of the six seven, six eight guys. And if you don't have Marcus Carr or Gabe Kalsher out there, Ben Johnson's not going to want to go very long in this transfer portal without having anyone to put into the backcourt. So we'll see what ends up happening over the next couple of weeks with Johnson. I, I think he needs to start making at least a couple of moves quickly in getting these guys signed on because everybody's looking for him right now. There are more and more players than ever, obviously, in the transfer portal, which we already discussed. And every team in the country is going to be trying to get the best of the best. Minnesota, I think, needs to act quickly here if it wants to keep up. That's a little review of just what happened in basketball over the last couple of days and my thoughts on it. We talked Pro Day 2 here. We're going to talk more football next week. I've been talking to Daniel House over at Gopher Guru. He's going to join the show at some point next week. We're getting that set up to talk about Minnesota's draft prospects. All that next week here on Locked On Golden Gophers. And we'll have, of course, everything going on with the Gopher News here for you, too. Nate Dickinson, until next Monday, row the boat, Skyuma, Go Gophers.